Boom. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andy McCabe. I am a claim doctor. This is the Claim Clinic Podcast. Going live to the Restoration Rebel Facebook page. I am uh, have the immense pleasure to have the crew of Stellar eMarketing in the house today. We're going to be talking about modern day marketing, digital marketing, social media marketing. Uh, the title of the presentation today is Clearing Up the Confusions of Modern Day Marketing. Dan York is the founder and CEO, CEO, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. yep. you know, head honcho of Stellar eMarketing. Mm-hmm. Also, I have Shanna Randall and Carrie Overmeyer in the house. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? We'll start with Carrie. Uh, uh, what's your guys' association to the insurance or the uh, insurance repair industry, contractors in general? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. All right. Uh, I'm Carrie Overmeyer. I am general manager of Stellar E Marketing. Um, <clears throat> I have uh, been around this industry for about uh, four or five years um, and uh, pretty much run the show for Stellar E Marketing. So, um, big boss lady. Like yeah, she, she runs the show. She's the big boss. We plucked her. We plucked her out of an electric company. She was running for what, 11 years, Carrie, something like that. Uh, almost 15 years. Yeah. Almost 15 years. Yeah. So she's, she really runs the show. I just sit around and look pretty. And then, you know, her and Shannon do all the hard work. Wow. <laughs> wow. But at least you're modest about it. So. Really a woman's world. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shanna, this is the second time I've had the pleasure of interviewing you. Uh, last time was with our good friend Jonathan Grubb over at United Restores. Uh, that was fun interview, and I know as soon as we got done with that interview, we said, "When can we do it again?" So here we are, Shanna. What's your story? No, that was so much fun. Uh, I love you guys a lot, so we definitely need to do it again. I mean, I think we have a good, you know, good chemistry, good thing going on, but um, I'm Shanna. I'm the uh, VP of Sales, so I get your money. No, mm. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's way way more than that obviously i mean i i really like it because i get to enlighten guys on what we do and i really like helping people so uh what we do works and so i i get to share that with them and then i get to hear about their success on down the line so it's it's a pretty darn good gig love it love it all right dan last but not least what's your story man why why this market why digital marketing give us a story well i'll give you the short version because it it spans literally from the age of 17 forward so when i was 17 in um in high school i used to work summers doing uh sewer jobs with my brother-in-law he was a top salesman in chicago for doing uh you know sewer and drain stuff and i was in the shitty basements and and all that kind of stuff rotten sewers basically i was the guy go- i was the guy and and dennis my brother-in-law was the guy where we were the ones giving you guys the leads you know they'd call us first we'd, we'd empty out the basements of course that's in chicago so most of the houses have basements and mm-hmm. deep ones and old ones like that. and uh you know and then uh finished high school did some college and then uh my my then wife had gotten pregnant and I needed a good job. So I went right back to sewer and drain and I was right back to it. So I was connected up with that industry then. And it sort of progressed through the years of me being an entrepreneur in different businesses to, uh, and, and then also at one point, my, uh, my wife had done marketing for water damage 
company in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that was married up to it, and I was connected to it from that. Um, but in 2004, I started to get into uh, digital marketing quite a bit because I've been marketing my own businesses since I was 21. And uh, you, you become like a total pro. And then 2003, 2004 was probably about the time that I just went balls to the wall marketing. And, uh, of course, it was digital back then. It started off doing web design, which our company, of course, does not do web design. We don't do that at all. Um, but it, back then we did. And the first thing that everybody would say is, okay, well, now I have a website. Now what? And mm-hmm. so we had to solve that problem. And that turned into doing you know, SEO and all sorts of other forms of digital marketing, which was a lot different, of course, back then. whole lot different. So, yeah, and it was just sort of a progression. So this company opened up in about... 2009 almost towards the end of 2009 and had just kind of combined all of those skill sets and uh and it just was what it was i just sort of you know i'd like to say that it was planned andy but it's not you just sort of land in the spot that you're in with all your experience and and here we sit and we're one of the most well-known companies in digital marketing in the water damage industry now perfect so you're just solving a problem and pretty much you realize at a certain point that you were better at certain things than, than the people that you were helping. And so it just made sense. Yeah. You just sort of land there, man. It's, you know, it's like how you end up with who you end up with. Sometimes it's, you know, pure circumstance and you're like, Hey, this is okay. You know, this is working out pretty well. And and then this industry has been very good to us. We've been very good to it. It's a great marriage of, of, uh, of people. We like it because we're very old school relationship style people. And this industry we found is also like that. I don't want to go so far as to say it's a good old boys network because I don't think it is. Um, but it is very relationship. It's much more transactional or uh, much less transactional. Um, well, you know, in the internet business, dude, there's like, there's a lot of what I call burn and churn operations. Yes, lots sir. of them. And, yes, sir. and they just sell like wildfire and they'll be lucky if they keep a client two to three months and uh, and they, they they bank on the fact that they're going to keep somebody two to three months. That actually goes into the revenue plans. And they just, like I said, burn and churn. Once they get them sold, they're good. And then they just cross their fingers and hope that they keep them. And, and we, we don't really like to cross our fingers. We like to, we like to cry and keep them. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't want to give away too much uh, uh, other presentation. So if you're going to cover this in the presentation, just say so. But how does... How does the disaster industry, disaster recovery, restoration industry differ from uh, other industries, even even construction? Right? How how does that? How do the two different? In are they different approaches in when it comes to digital marketing? Yeah, we're not really going to cover that in the seminar, so it's a good question to ask now. And totally, totally different. I mean, back in 2009, you got to remember what was happening back then. You had the big stock market crash, everybody's mm-hmm. going under. And we had construction guys, Andy, I'm telling you, left and right calling us for work. They're like, hey, can you give me business? Can we get your business? Mm-hmm. And we would turn them down. We were like, yeah, we can. Like, you know, like, I don't care. How, I mean, I can market, to, market you till you're blue in the face and take your money, except that I know that it's not a marketing thing right now. I know it's a market thing. Yes, And so we didn't take general contractors or anything like that. We weren't taking deck guys, remodelers, or anything as clients. But back then, we were doing water damage as a main focus. And uh, I'm telling you, it just that market just killed back then. So much so that uh, there was a lot of guys. It's like, you know, you stick a bunch of rats in a burning building and they'll find their way out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other contractors and uh, um, 
you know, the guys who do basement waterproofing, all these kind of guys that were really hurting, they all started moving into the water damage restoration space just because, one, they knew there was work there, and, two, that they knew the jobs were fairly profitable. So we saw a huge migration of that over a few years back then. Yeah, and, back uh, when it was mildly profitable. Things have changed, man. Things have changed fast. Yeah, they really have. They really have. But in terms of marketing them, it's really, it's really different. Um, you know, you don't market a – you could never market a general contractor or a bathroom remodeler the same as you do a water damage guy. And one of the things that my staff are all trained on, we all know this, we train all of our customers on, is you have five seconds to get their attention in an emergency service. And if they don't see what you want to, they want to see in five seconds, they'll call somebody else. Yep. I mean, it is that cut and dry – and our whole program that we design is based on that five-second rule, you know. And uh, if you screw it up, somebody else gets the call. And sometimes we end up having to tell people what's unpopular, you know. And we'll sometimes ask, we'll tell clients, like, look, do you want to hear what you want to hear or do you want to hear the truth? Right. You know, and we'll have guys that have just designed a $15,000 website that looks incredible. And then we have to be the ones to tell them, like, yeah, it's beautiful. Except it just nobody doesn't convert. Yeah. yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't convert. convert. Oh man, it's so much, so much of that. Well, I've been, I've been playing with, with this space for really hardcore for about five years because I went out on my own and decided, uh, didn't decide, realized I didn't have the money to do, to hire out all this stuff. So I've dabbled in quite a bit. Um, my, my latest obsession is, is Instagram, uh, in-stream video ads. I'm going to try that this week to see if I can't scare up some some business for my exactimate estimating uh, services. So I, I am familiar with how a, how fast all this changes. We have to keep up uh, what worked two years ago on Google AdWords. is not going to work this year. It's, it's all changing and what works to convert people once they land it on your, on your website or your landing page or your ad, wherever you put it two years ago, what worked then is not going to work. Now we've got to, continually be keeping up so let's get into this thing let's constant evolution for sure let's let's rock this puppy um anything you want to say before we get into this yeah i'll just do a preface and roll right into it and then you guys can interrupt at any time okay um, especially for jokes because once we start joking it'll start into a big joke chain and we're all screwed but um you know yeah and for everyone that's listening in uh go ahead and open your chat window if you have some questions just post them up and uh, we'll get to them as we can. Okay, so so this I developed for, uh, I was a speaker, I was a keynote speaker, oh, I'd say, correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, two years ago at the Experience in Vegas, is that right, yep. two years ago? And so they asked me to do a seminar on, um, you know, some of the major pitfalls that guys run into with marketing in the modern day. And, uh, and me being a marketing expert, like, by the way, so I say that I'm a PR marketing and advertising like expert. Those are my real fortes now. Okay, so um, you do that every day, 40 hours, 50 hours a week for, you know, as long as I have. I mean, you, you really know what you're doing. And, and uh, one of the key things is, well, I'll say that for the first slide, but this was developed for, for that uh, show to show guys what they're really missing educationally because every, every industry and uh, every sort of specialty like advertising, marketing, and public relations, it is a specialty. And we weren't taught this stuff in college. No. You know what I mean? You're not taught this stuff in business. You're going out running calls. You don't know this stuff. And some guys are smart enough to sort of fall into some of the stuff. Some guys don't. And, and one of the things that we'll hear back is we'll hear back things like this. Well, it didn't work when you're doing a marketing program. 
Mm-hmm. And we can't say stuff like that, right? We, we have to generate a return on somebody's investment because in our business, if you don't generate a return on investment, they fire you. I mean, there's no conversations. They just fire you. Yep. So you're very cold, cut and dry about it. And, and, and what it is, is I'll give you an example. I had a, a customer in uh, Nassau County, New York. Nice guy. who was an IT guy who bought a water damage restoration company that had very bad publicity all over the internet. Didn't know that when he bought it. Mm-hmm. And our marketing was great. What we were doing was great. But one of the stats that I've always worked with, it's pretty old as a stat. It's probably six years old now, but I mean, it's probably even more true now is that 84% of all people who are going to hire a contractor to come in their home for anything will background check you on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So if they do that and they just do a cursory Google search, well, guess what? You know, if you've got bad publicity out there and bad reviews and all that kind of stuff, well, it's going to come back and haunt you and they're not going to, they're not going to call you. So we'll get more into that in the seminar, but that's what this seminar was developed for us to give guys the basic education so that they're not wasting their marketing budgets and they're not giving up too soon on their marketing programs of any type, not just what my company sells because my company does one thing. This would include things that like John Grubb does for pay-per-click marketing, mm-hmm. you know, our version of search engine optimization, which is search engine optimization plus the whole conversion program. Uh, guys like Chris Perry, who, who does the social media aspect of it. This, what, what we're covering here. This covers, this covers all of those, those areas because it all fits into this. And this is the basic understanding that you need. So clear on that? Clear. Okay, cool. So let's get right into it. And I'm going to hit the slide. Is this good? You guys can see that? Mm-hmm. I got yep. the first one. I don't see the second one yet. There, you go. there it is. Okay, cool. So there's a little lag then, about a five-second lag. Okay, so marketing budgets get wasted. No ROI because, one, the client's non-understanding – of marketing and what each part of the marketing strategy is supposed to, supposed to achieve. So let's stop right there. Okay. And take this up one point at a time. So, you know, there's a lot of guys who will do Facebook marketing, right? For a water damage restoration. Okay. And now it works for something, but a lot of guys will want to go into Facebook ads for purely lead generation for emergency calls. I know a lot of guys that'll do that. Yeah. Right. And now it does work for something, but it, it's just not really going to work for, for that necessarily. So, you know, if you just ask yourselves, anybody who's in this, who's in this, ask yourselves like, okay, well, if you had, if you had a basement full of four feet of literal shit water from the sewer, okay. Um, you know, where are you going to go? You're going to jump right on Google probably and just go straight to the maps or straight to the top part of the natural results or something like that. You probably won't even click an ad because you don't trust the ads or maybe you do click the ads because there is a percentage of people that click that. There's a certain psychology that everybody goes through and everybody's just a little bit different, right? But rarely will you hear somebody say, oh, I went on Facebook to look for a Facebook ad to find my emergency contractor, right? So it sounds sort of obvious, but it's not as obvious to a lot of people who are digital marketing they're looking for all sorts of ways to develop leads now that being said facebook marketing does have a purpose which you'll learn about in here and it's important okay so but the whole point of that is that if you don't understand as the business owner what each part of your marketing strategy is supposed to achieve you're going to be very short-sighted and you're going to run into problems when it comes into developing leads for your business yep right and there's a whole sequence of events it's like running a relay race if you have a four-person relay race and you skip out the second guy, guess what? You don't hit the end of the race. And marketing is like that. It's a relay race. There's different things that have to be in before you can develop leads. And you always have to think like that with anything for that matter. It's like, you know, I could say that for a, a water damage job. You know, you go in there. And, Absolutely. 
you know, before you build that, you got 20 other things that you got to do. You know, you got to, you get the whole gig. So that's the first thing. But the second thing, okay, that we run into quite a bit is the agency or the person selling you the marketing program, their lack of a clear explanation and effective execution of that strategy. Now, we like to make fun of, uh, politely, of course, because we're not dicks, but, uh, you know, we like to make fun of the sales pitch um, that happens in this industry with most other digital marketing agencies. And, and Andy, it pretty much goes like this. They go, your agency sucks and we're awesome. And that that doesn't work? What? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you know, funny enough, it sort of does work. And, and here's what they do is they take a bunch of words that you don't know, okay? A bunch of techno babble words that might mm-hmm. mean something. They don't know what it means. And they'll take a bunch of SEO techno babble words or pay-per-click techno babble words and they'll throw them at you and they'll, and they'll, they'll say, well, your agency's not doing this and they suck and we're awesome because we're going to do all this. And then the guy on the other side of the phone goes, yeah, it sounds technical. So he must know what he's talking about. So, and then they do it and then it doesn't work. Yep. Right. And, and that's a bit of a problem with the sales process of literally most agencies out there. Um, and then with the problem is then they don't specialize because I've seen in this space over the last nine years since I've been just specifically doing our particular thing in this space, there's a lot of other agencies that have tried to move into the space because they see the money that's involved in yeah. a contract making money. But I've seen them come in and out about every one to two years. They come in, they think they can do a good job, they market okay, and then they get all the clients, but then they don't generate phone calls. Yep. Because they're not specialized in the space. The psychology behind somebody who is going to be calling for a water damage restoration job and a plumber is completely different, and you cannot market them the same. And they don't know that. They think, oh, well, we develop leads for electricians for 10 years. We can develop water damage restoration leads. Well, it doesn't really work out that way. So that's the second aspect of why. The service is different. Not only is the lead generation different, the service you provide is different. The mentality is different. Yeah, it's, it's totally different. And that's the problem that these guys run into is they don't actually know the space. And that's one of the things in my company, like any new staff member in my company, we have a whole training manual on the water damage restoration space, right? Because not everybody that I want to hire comes from water damage restoration mm-hmm. space, but they have a skill set that's really valuable. And we have to train them on the water damage restoration space first. Sure. Because if they don't understand that, they won't be able to effectively market it. And then we're going to be stealing people's money because we're not going to be generating any ROI and we are definitely not thieves. So anyway, those are the two main reasons that I found in this industry why you're not generating a return on your marketing budget. Questions on that? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, no yeah. one has any. I didn't see any questions. I'm going to go ahead and open up the Facebook page here. Um, nope, nope, just Mr. Stephen Ardno, the legend watching on the Facebook page. So, Ooh, I, love, I feel honored now that I have a legend here. Oh, yeah, he's... It's okay. legendary, in my mind at least. All right, cool. Okay, so, so I agree. So let's go into the two points. points. Yeah, it's it's just what we found. So, um, and one of the things I should mention about our our company and our our mindset is we don't necessarily, like I said, we don't do what's popular. We do what works, right? And some because sometimes somebody, like I said, will want to drop fifteen Gs on a website that isn't going to convert, and we try to talk them out of it because we know it's not going to work, but. That's not a popular opinion to tell people some, something that they don't want to hear, right? But that's not our job. Our job is to come in and be the professional and tell you, hey, look, you, don't want, you want to get phone calls or don't you? I mean, as simple as that, right? Well, there used to be a day, there used to be a time where a sexy website with videos and, and pictures and, 
and all the pop-ups and underlay. I mean, all, it used to work. It yeah. used to be a place to do stuff. But we, what we, I we, saw was this killed everything. Oh, it totally and, killed everything. For those of you in podcast land, I'm holding up my phone to the camera. The phone killed everything. It, it, the web, a big flashy website is actually a deterrent now. And I'm sure uh, Dan can expand on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny. We had uh, back in, I don't know, probably 2009, I guess, at this point, which crazy. It's, it's almost 10 years ago. But um, I don't know if you guys remember Flash websites that used to have all the moving stuff and all the music. Oh, yeah. Well, at one point, there was a rivalry, and everybody hated the guys who made Flash. And so there would be guys that had invested so much money on a big Flash website that had all this music and video and it's so pretty. And uh, you know what happened when people would go on there for an emergency service? It would open up, start playing music, and they'd literally click off and go right back to Google. They're like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And these guys were stuck on it. They're like, dude, this website looks so good. I'm like, yeah, but... And then I would show them a website that looked like it was from like 1996 designed by a high school kid with no art degree and couldn't even do graphic design that would convert like a mother. Right. Yeah. And they're like, no way I'm not doing that. I'm like, well, this guy is making a lot of money off of that, you know, 1996 high school kid designed website. And you've yep. got this flash. that's just, you know, bouncing people off as fast as it comes on. Yeah, you know? I did some of my first web pages in front page. Remember that one? Yeah. And that stuff worked. I mean, yeah. it's funny, Andy, there was a, I'm not going to say who, but there's, you know, we've worked with and, and been in touch with pretty much every franchise app you can think of in this space. Okay. And they've all contacted us. We know a lot of them. And, and one of them used to have this website that was totally hilarious. Okay. It was, it was um, almost too perfect looking. And then what would happen is two people would walk out onto the screen, both in one would have a beige pair of pants. And then the woman had like a beige pencil skirt and they both had white shirts and they would walk out like like an infomercial like welcome oh, to oh yes i remember that yeah and it was really loud and like as soon as you saw it you just you're looking for the x to click <laughs> off these people around it right and then it had all these videos and stuff and uh they eventually got put out by a bigger company these guys and i always used to tell them i'm like yeah i get it you guys spend a lot of money on this but nobody's calling that man just nobody is gonna call that you know when oh. as soon as you have a big loud thing show up in a guy's face like Ah, you're just like, I'm out. I can't I'm get out. off the page fast enough. Exactly right. And we are not anomalies in that. I mean, we are very, you know, similar. So anyway, so this, this slide, I'm giving it, I'm kind of doing about a five second break. Of course, my phone's blowing up now that we're doing this left and right, but I'm giving it a five second break between page turns just to make sure it catches up. So, so here, here um, we have in this world of Twitter, Facebook, Google, Yahoo, YouTube, Home Advisor, which if anybody doesn't know what Home Advisor is, it's a lead generation service. Pay-per-click, other lead, generation, other lead generators in this business that we know who they are. What do you do? Which one do I do? Which one does what? What gets what happening? Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, and it's really confusing. And it's not really anybody's fault. It's just that the industry has changed so much, and the technology has changed so much. But the good news is the underlying, the underlying uh, tenets or senior points of marketing and advertising have not changed. No. I mean, the same things that worked in the 60s and 70s still work today. The only thing that's changed is the technology. Distribution. Exactly right. So, and that's another point that we find with a lot of other digital agencies out there is they just don't know shit, man. I mean, they know how to digital market and that's it. They just really don't know the underlying marketing and advertising tenets that make 
this stuff up and make it work. Like what, you know, what, why would somebody pick one company over another company if they're ranked right next to each other on Google AdWords or mm -hmm. right in the top of Google or why would somebody pick one or the other? Like you have to know the underlying stuff and that's what this is going to go over is that foundation. So everybody knows what it is. Okay. Yeah. You have to know okay. what people are searching for too. That's right. So that's why I call this next section marketing 101. Do it. And maybe some, maybe somebody could give me a thumbs up every time I switch a slide to where you can see, see it. it. Okay, so the first thing we have to learn is some definitions of words. Okay. Marketing. And I have marketing. a marketing degree. Whatever that's that means. I'm a college dropout like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I to, like, a professional months. dropout more than once? Oh my God, I was such a professional dropout. Yeah, I, was, I stayed in there for some music classes and some business stuff, Andy, and after about seven or eight months, I was out of there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't, uh, not my... Not my uh, cup of tea. So, but marketing, I want you guys to all think about like an umbrella. Marketing is not a specific thing. It's actually a general thing. It's mm -hmm. like an umbrella word. Okay. Just like saying like water damage restoration is a specific part of the construction business. Construction would be the umbrella word. And then you have construction and drywall and water damage restoration. Not, not construction, but like water damage restoration, window guys, flooring guys. Marketing is the umbrella word, and it means the total activities involved in the transfer of goods or services, in our case services, from the producer, you guys, or the seller to the consumer, the homeowner, including advertising, shipping, storing, and selling. So one of the key things in here to pay attention to is that advertising is not the same as marketing, and a lot of people these days think it's the same, but hmm. you know, if, if, if marketing is the umbrella word, advertising is just one sub thing of it, okay? Yep. Yep. And so... So we, let's, let's play with this definition a bit. Now notice it says shipping, storing, and selling. So in the case of like Amazon, right? Imagine if Amazon took six weeks to send your stuff, like old cereal box stuff when we were kids, you know, it took six weeks to get it to your house. Well, if Amazon took six weeks to get your stuff there, they wouldn't have any business, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So their shipping is actually part of their marketing process. The speed of shipping is actually part of the marketing process. Okay. Another thing is that sales is actually part of the marketing process. And as a matter of fact, it makes up the ass end of the marketing process all the way down to the close. And a lot of people don't know that. Okay. So, you know, it kills me that I've, there's a lot of people who I know they'll, they'll spend all this money on marketing and advertising. And then what they do is they hire like a shit receptionist slash dispatcher. And they talk, you know, they treat the person on the phone like garbage. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to pay somebody 15 bucks an hour. So they get like an $8 an hour person who sounds like crap on the phone. I mean, that kills more. I mean, you're wasting marketing dollars doing that kind of stuff. And that's like the end of the process. And they go, why are we not getting more leads? And you're like, well, your receptionist is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like you got to get somebody nice on the phone, spend yeah. the extra five bucks an hour. You'll make a lot more money. You guys, you know? Uh, you guys know Greg Sargent and Greg Sargent Academy. Yeah. Um, Sargent online Academy. Yeah. He, he teaches uh, call conversion. Um, so yeah, you know. yeah, he probably covers. Yeah, I'm sure he covers that. If you have an asshole receptionist, um, you need to call Greg Sargent. All right, just get my plug in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous, you know. But I mean, so anyway, marketing is the umbrella word, and the word comes from Latin in the year 1100, Latin mercatus, which means trading things at the market. So of course, marketing comes from literally trading stuff at the market. You know, you want to trade a loaf of bread for some fish good. You know, you need some new shoes. You trade a knife for some shoes. It's that's market. Okay. Questions on that? Nope. Okay. Cause we'll clear this up in a little bit. Okay. So the next word here is advertising. And this is the act of calling public attention to one's product service or need 
especially by paid announcements in newspapers, magazines, radio, television, billboards, etc. Right? So the key thing here is advertising is doing one thing, calling attention to. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you've got to see the second major point here, which is by paid announcements. So when you see a billboard, those billboards run sometimes 10 to 15,000 bucks a month. Well, that's paid for, and it draws attention from all the passerbys on the highway. Well, that's an advertisement then. Or Google AdWords. <laughs> to, yeah. Google AdWords is an advertisement. Why? Because it calls attention because it's right at the top of the screen. And you pay for it. You pay per click. Right? You can go on Clean Facts Magazine and buy banner ads up at the top. Well, that calls attention to. So the purpose of advertising is one thing. You're calling attention to something, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Marketing is the whole umbrella process. Advertising is actually pretty early on in the marketing process. And again, just calls attention to that comes from Latin in the year 1375. Advertere to pay attention. You're familiar with uh, Gary Vee. Of course, you know, Gary Vee. Yeah, of course. Yeah. His, his signature line is he day trades attention. His, yeah. his whole shtick is finding the cheapest eyeballs, the most effective most cost-effective eyeballs and he day trade mm-hmm. attention. And that's, it's just advertising in its purest form. Right. Yeah, totally. Now here's the next word. Now this is probably the most misunderstood word or just not known at all, which is public relations or PR for short. PR. PR. It's almost there. There it is. There we go. Public relations. And that is the actions of a corporation, store, government, or individual in promoting a thought or feeling about itself to their community, employees, customers, etc. So you got to really look at this from a perspective of what's the purpose of PR? It's getting into somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Marketing is the whole process. Advertising is getting somebody's attention. And PR is getting a thought installed into their head. Now, the original definition of public relations, I'll just let you guys know, back in probably the 60s, was good works well publicized. That was the original definition of PR. So you have something good and you publicize it. You do a good service, you publicize it. Now, that happens to be true. And very true in in this business. Like if you guys have a bunch of bad reviews on Yelp or Google reviews or something like that, people will not call you. So that definition is very effective. Good works, well publicized. However, in other industries, it's changed a lot. And there's different sayings that you hear in the PR world. Like uh, there's no such thing as bad PR. Like look at Elvis with his hip shake. He did this real controversial hip shake Mm -hmm. and made all this money off by shaking his hips. And then you got Eminem and Madonna and all of these super controversial music people where they do something super controversial. And then they're a worldwide sensation and they make millions of dollars on it. Miley Cyrus being a more recent example. You know, Miley Cyrus went from being cute little Hannah Montana to being a dildo wearing whatever she does on stage, you know? Yes. And that's not a joke. She wears dildos on stage. I was actually doing that to be Actually, actually does, does that. that right yeah and she and she got so much attention right and now and it puts a and she was trying to change the mindset of her audience she was doing yep. pr she's trying to change yep. the perception of herself. and in that world again there's no such thing as bad pr their pr people plan that stuff however in that business it works in the water damage restoration space it does not work you do not want a bunch of bad pr going around about you right because mm. people will stop calling you okay? not as a service provider at least not as a service provider. So we, you know, the old definition of good works, well publicized works pretty well. But what you're looking at here is, is basically just promoting a thought or feeling about yourself. Right? Got it. Got and, it. And one point on this before I move on is that you have to be somewhat creative about this because I'm going to tell you most companies that we'll talk to early on in our process will say, well, we're very professional. Well, everybody says that. Right. So you're not differentiated at all. Like 
every contractor I know says, well, we're professional. We're clean. Well, everybody says that too. I got a truck. Right? I got a truck, you know? We do a good job. Well, everybody says they do a good job. So you can't really do that because if you're saying the same thing as everybody else, everybody's going to be like, well, I'm like calling this guy. You're not really promoting table sticks. Yeah. And you're not, you're not moving the needle at all in anyone's mind. Not at all. Okay. So, so I'm going to give an example of this in real life and then in business. So we have in short marketing, the entire process of getting your service to your customer, advertising all the way through sales and getting your service actually to the customer. As a matter of fact, part of your marketing process in the water damage restoration space would be getting there quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody says it will be there in 60 minutes or less. You know, I, I know some guys that are trying to get there in 30 minutes, which I don't know how you do that in a city like LA or Chicago or Miami, but you know, you don't, I mean, that's you don't. part of their marketing process is the speed of which you deliver the service. Yep. Okay. Advertising, calling attention to your products through usually paid for advertisements, public relations, getting people to think of you a certain way, how you're thought of. So let's do an example. My staff love this because I always like to do dating examples and we're going to do a dating example, right? So, <laughs> Um, and it might be a little, you know, low class, but Hey, we're going to deal with it and everybody can think with it and you can judge me however you want. Andy. I will. I guarantee I'm going to, I'm judging you right now. And I haven't even heard what you had to say. Oh, no, you're not. Everybody. <laughs> okay. So let's, so let's, let's look at the dating process and we're going to take a woman in this instance. Um, and we'll, we can do a man too, but I like the one one a little bit better. So, so a woman wants to get out in the market and find herself a husband, right? So the first thing we're going to take a look at is advertising, okay? And a woman, um, she let's say that she wants to really attract a man's attention, right? Because, again, advertising is calling attention. So what would she do to really attract attention? Raise her skirt up a little bit. What <laughs> else? Do makeup. Of course, okay. that's a guy's response. I've never done that before. I don't know. A lot of women do. Let me just ask you this, point blank. What do most men stare at when a woman has it? Assets. Their eyes, definitely, Shannon. Their eyes. Assets. Their assets, okay. So these these assets, okay, they can be sort of installed like new tires these days, right? Ah, uh, oof. Oof. Yes, you can, okay. you can buy okay. go in there. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you can buy those things now. You know, you just yes. go in and they just install them and yes. You know, uh-huh. Bridgestone, Bridgestone makes them, you know, Michelin makes them. Really, you know, all the big companies are into it now. So um so anyway, but the purpose of that would be advertising because it does one thing, calls attention. Mm. Okay. That's an advertising thing. One, they're paying for it. Two, it calls attention. Right? And it is part of the marketing process. But now any guy who knows anything knows that you would never marry just based on that installation. Sure. Fair enough. You, you, don't marry, you don't marry somebody for a body part. It just doesn't work that way. No. So you can see that it's only to get attention. It is not the marketing process, which is the whole soup to nuts process. You know what I mean? Okay. Same thing. It could be, uh, could be the same for a thing for a guy. You know, there's the term peacocking where you get all dressed up and you get all fit. And you walk around and, you know, and that's how single guys look. They wear their peacocking outfits where they're all flashy, right? But what happens when they get married? You know, they get a little gut. They wear flannel shirts. They, uh, you know, they wear sweatpants out all the time. They sometimes don't do their hair. They might not even wear pants. 
They might not even wear pants. Oh my God, who are you hanging out with, Andy? Uh, well, <laughs> you can only see me from my waist up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so you see how these are, so that particular thing for both men and women is an advertising point anyway. If it's calling attention to, it's advertising. Done. Okay. But now let's think with public relations here. Now we have to get a thought or a feeling created about something. So let's say that, let's say that we're about to go on a blind date. Okay. With a woman and our friend set him up and the woman says, she's really sweet. She's got a great heart and uh, she's just, you know, she's not found the right man. See that person who's setting us up on the blind date is only trying to get us to think of her in a certain way. We've never met her. We've never even seen her, but we go, Oh, well, I guess she's pretty sweet. So let's, let's say in high school, you know, you got a bunch of girls and one of the girls starts saying, Lucy's a slut. Lucy's a big slut. Right. Mm -hmm. But all she's doing is PR. She's trying to get people to think of her in a certain way. And that's public relations right there. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and there's, you know, there's three types of PR. Good PR, bad PR, or no PR, which means you could have good things said about you in testimonials, or you could have bad things said about you in negative reviews, or you just have nothing. And bad PR and no PR are both just as bad mm-hmm. and will not produce an effect. So, like, let's take this dating thing, you know. Hey, so I want to set you up on this blind date with Lucy. Oh, cool. I'd love to. Um, I'd love a blind date. So tell me about her. Oh, I don't know anything about her. What would she look like? I don't know. Mm. Nice. I don't know. That's no PR. Nobody goes right. on a date with somebody like that. Right. You know, you, right. it's not going to do it. Right. Or the opposite thing or the other thing that's sort of synonymous to that is bad PR. So you say, uh, yeah, so yeah, I want to set you up on this uh, date with this chick, Lucy. You know, she's a, she's a heavy smoker and drinker. Um, she has a pretty sordid background. I heard she's a big slut. <laughs> You're not going on that date either. A lot of tattoos on her face. Yeah. Lots of, yeah, she's got a tattoo on her face. It's she looks like Charles Manson, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you see, you see, this is all just introducing thoughts, okay? And then when it comes to marketing, now marketing again is the whole process. So you know, for the girl, she's got to get the makeup on. She's got to look pretty. She's got to you know be dressed like she's on the market. You know, she's got to keep her place clean. You got to go on the first date. It's going to be awkward. And then you go on the second and third date. Then you got to get into a relationship and then you move in together and then you get engaged. And, and actually the marketing process in that relationship is not really done until the deal is sealed, wedding done. Mm-hmm. That's how long the marketing process is. Okay. So for a business, it's not any different. You know, you got to generate good PR, not have no PR, right? Or bad PR. You got to do advertising to call attention to yourself, and you have to run the whole marketing process through. Now, here's the thing that most people don't know, which is going to be critical, which we're going to learn here, is there's a sequence to doing that correctly in a right order, and most people don't do the right order. They'll do it out of sequence. It's like imagine uh, asking a woman to marry you on the third date. Well, she's going to say no. Right. Right. That's like generating a lead. Guys are like, well, this should have worked to generate a lead, and it's like, well. No, that's right. asking them to marry you on the third day. And the folks right. that are they're doing advertising on Facebook thinking it should lead straight to a job. Yeah, yeah it's not going to. Yeah, Facebook back, has a total purpose. Yeah. Back to, back to Gary Vee is, is you're asking, you're walking up to a girl saying, hey, nice hair. You want to go in my backseat? Yeah, it's that's just right. you're, 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 you're really shortcutting the process. Yeah, very short. Um, you're not, not going to get the sale that way. Let's get into that. Go ahead. Yep. 
Here we go. Okay, so next thing is how does this all fit together? Okay, and then again, I'm going to give it a lag here so you guys can see. Oh, that. we got it. We got it. Okay, how cool. Does it all so this fit is together? this is the sequence right here. Okay, and this is a phrase that you hear in the public relations world that you just cannot forget. PR plants the seed, marketing waters the crop. Okay. You can water dirt all you want, but unless there's seeds in that dirt, nothing's growing. Okay? And all of your marketing efforts, and I mean all of them, postcards, good dispatchers, SEO, pay-per-click, Facebook ad, if you're doing Instagram stuff, you know, all of that stuff. Any, if you're doing outbound marketing, if you're doing lead generation, any of this kind of stuff follows this law. This is like a law in our world. PR is, there, is there such a thing as neutral marketing, uh, PR, I mean, neutral PR? Um, I would suppose so. Like you don't have anything good and you don't have any bad. I would more put that in, I would more put that as no PR, which I think is just as detrimental as bad PR. Cause well, I mean, it's, it's, let me give you a you know, quick example. If I can make it quick, uh, very major, uh, player in our market. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're one of their top presidents sent out a memo to all their employees saying unfollow Andy McCabe on LinkedIn. And he didn't Wait, so least, he said to follow you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And sent an edict to all their, I think they had 30,000 employees. Are and they just, are they just of your good looks or what's happening here? I think it's what it is. Um, yeah. It's my patchy beard is what really draws me. People who don't know, just go look at, go look at Andy's Facebook picture. I think it's with your wife <laughs> and you're like, damn, this guy's a babe. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, that was and my hippie then you meet him in person and he's like six foot five. So not only is he good looking, he can just beat the total trash out of you. you know? <laughs> so after this memo goes out to 30,000 employees of this major company in our space, uh, my LinkedIn connections from this specific company skyrocketed. My oh, LinkedIn connections went from in a matter of four weeks, went from 7,500 connections to almost 10,000 connections sitting here today. Well, that's so, now that's the the phrase that I said earlier, Andy, which is no such thing as bad PR. But I thought you right? didn't agree with that. Well, for a contractor. Ah, for contract. See, yeah. So I'm 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 not a contractor. I'm I'm more of a okay. If, yeah, yeah. if you have a big company like you know whoever we're talking about, which I probably know who you're talking about, but if I know you have you. a big company like that saying, "Don't be friends with this guy." Well, of course, everybody's going to be like. I got to go check. Why not? Why? I'm going to go check. And that's exactly what happened. I was just laughing. I was just you know laughing. Why? Because they're rebels. That's right. That's right. They're all rebels. They're like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but, you know, for a contractor, it doesn't work the same way. Mm. Right? Okay, if, fair if enough. You go, fair you know, it's like this. Let's just say you go on to, you need a water damage contractor coming to your house. You open up Google and you see him have one star review on Facebook and then you look over at his Google reviews and he only has like two star reviews and all the rest of them are negative reviews. You're not calling the guy. No, you're not. If, you know, you, you got to talk. That's why you specialize in a space because you know all about it. We specialize in this space and we know what works, but it doesn't mean that it works in every space. Every industry is different. Every niche market is different. Right? Got it. Got it. All right. So, so this phrase here, PR plants the seed, marketing waters the crop. You cannot forget this. Okay, and right there, I show, I show a definition of PR, PR right there, make people think well of me, right? which is what we need in the water damage space. You need to be well thought of, PR. And then, once you get your PR in, then marketing actually works. You're not spinning your wheels. You're not watering dirt. And then you can see, then I sort of put in the sequence of the process here, which is advertising, storing, 
selling, delivery of your products and service, and sales, you know. Sales is usually the end of the process for a lot of people. In the, in, but in the event of water damage restoration, you have to talk about trip times and all that kind of stuff because that actually is part of the marketing process, okay? So, but that is the real sequence of which this stuff works. And if you don't remember this and if you don't do this, you're really going to have a difficult time. And, you know, they're sitting there, you can sell tear blue in the face, but if your PR is out, you're fighting against bad PR. Mm -hmm. Or no PR. Okay. Or no PR. You know what I mean? So we had one guy in Los Angeles, real nice guy, um, had a had a company there for some years. And uh, he just really had no PR out there to speak of, no testimonials, no reviews, didn't believe in it, didn't want to spend any time on it. And then when you went to his website, it looked like it was designed by some guy in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Thought that, you know, and it, it was super politically correct. I mean, like way too politically correct. It looked like it, it would look like a fake website. Hmm. And we kept telling the guy, we're like, nobody's going to call this dude. You look, you look totally fake in every capacity. You have no background out there in the internet. It comes to your website. It looks like you're just a fake lead generator website. Like these guys that cropped up over the last 10 years. Hmm. You go, nobody's calling you. No personality. And, kept, and he would just tell us, well, you know, it's the SEO that's not working. And we're like, yeah, no, it's not. Because SEO comes in later in the process, as you can see there. Yep. PR comes yep. first. Okay. Yep. Okay. So now, Everybody got this PR plans to save yes, marketing sir. waters crop. Okay. So now how does that fit into internet marketing? Because what I just showed you there were the underlying fundamentals of marketing that, like I said, PR and marketing, they've worked since God, 40, 50 years ago, probably even before that. It's just, they weren't as well known until about the early seventies. So how does this fit into marketing? Or, um, I'm sorry, present internet marketing and digital marketing. This is how marketing is your website, search engine optimization, Angie's List, corporate website, etc. Advertising is Google pay-per-click ads, lead generation companies, Angie's List, and there's you'll see why some of these are listed several times later. Okay, public relations, getting your thought into your head, into their heads, is Facebook, Google reviews, BBB, Angie's List, which is listed for a third time. We'll get into that later, etc. So you can see each one of these things actually has a purpose. And when contractors call me and say, hey, should, which one should I do? I go, well, you should do all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you sure. should. Like, we all know that the, in, the, in the business world, we all know that the BBB is a private company, has nothing to do with the government. But the average consumer does not know that. They think it's a government agency out there to protect you. And it's just not. But it doesn't matter. Who cares? They think it's that. So you want to spend your time on that. Yep. Right. Angie's list has changed dramatically in the last one or two years. Um, and, you know, it's a publicly traded company that's always been looking for how to turn a profit. And, uh, you know, they did ad models and now they're doing all these other models. But, but it did have some PR out there. People did think of Angie's list in a certain way. You know what I mean? Google reviews is probably one of the top things. Um, Yelp, Yelp is okay. A lot, I just had a guy ask me this yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yelp is... I mean, let's just ask the four of us in this in this group here. How many how many times do you actually go on Yelp and read reviews? Zero. This many. Zero. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to to a restaurant. That's, well, yeah, and that's yeah, exactly. No, the only time I read Yelp reviews is when it's thrown at me in my feed when I'm looking for something else, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll read that review. Yeah, and Yelp is not really successful at that stuff. I mean, I think they thought they were going to be a lot bigger than they were going to be. Uh, but Yelp does have one thing going for them, and that's Apple devices. Mm. Because Yelp, if you if you turn on an iPhone or an iPad and you download their Maps application, there's no Google reviews in that Maps application. They use Yelp. Mm. 
Ah, uh, okay. okay. So that's, that's one thing that Yelp does have is that one traffic form. And if I were to predict Apple's future, Apple will probably at some point come up with their own Google reviews type of thing and bounce Yelp right out of there because they do that all the time. So once that happens, Yelp is going to be really sort of worthless. Um, right well, now, Yelp, you have Yelp is such a pay to play model. That totally. I, don't, I, I don't think there's a trust there. Um, well, it's just not worth a lot of money. It is worth a little money. You know, it is worth a little time. But if I were to allocate your attention off of 100% of what you should be spending on PR and marketing, it would take maybe 2 to 3% of my attention. I would put a little work on it, yeah. but only that much and only because they've got the Apple Maps going for them and they're the review thing in Apple Maps. Otherwise, I don't know where their traffic comes from. I mean, yeah. I well, that's what I like is- about um, – I, I like tools that have more than one use. I'm a big multi-tool guy. Um, Google reviews. Not only is that good PR, but also helps with your, your lead generation SEO. Oh yeah. Um, It it ties into that ecosystem so well that Mm -hmm. it performs more than one, more than one function. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so now I'm going to translate this slide here into my image. Okay. And you can see how this is PR plants, the seed marketing waters, the crop. Okay, so Come Google on, reviews computer. BBB. Do you guys see it yet? I don't see it yet. There it is. Oh, you just came back. Oh, that's okay. Got it. Okay, so so remember, we don't want PR is putting a thought in there. Okay, some sort of thought about you. So we have Google reviews BBB and Facebook. Are they going to generate leads? No, but I'm going to tell you what. If they're out and they're not where they should be, or it doesn't exist, or they're bad. The rest of that process that you see under that umbrella just is not going to be as effective. It's if gonna, it's effective, it's going to suffer. Yeah. Suffer. And this is where guys don't know the relay race and they don't spend the time on this kind of stuff. You know, Facebook has a purpose, but it's not necessarily generating phone calls. No. Right. No, it's not. Into your. Now we get into your. Uh, now that's the PR process. You know, get an A plus rating on BBB. Handle your negative reviews. You know, there's one website who these guys are total criminals that I'm going to talk about. They're called um, Ripoff Report, okay? And you guys can go Google the owner of Ripoff Report. He's a total criminal, has full-time security around his house because he's had so many threats in his life. Wow. Um, but yeah, they're, they're an extortionist company. And um, I've bumped into him a couple of times in my career, in my companies. And what happens is if somebody puts a negative report about you on there, they'll never take it down. And then they try to extort $2,500 from you for an arbitration. And then they'll try to do other things, basically just extorting money. And they'll never take anything down. Wow. And they have a very high-ranking website. And it's really bad damage uh, done by that. But anyway, you can go Google the owner of the company just out of morbid curiosity. And you'll see the guy's a total criminal. But it does produce a thought for the right person. Now, most people that are looking at any company, they'll go into the reviews and they'll see, oh, wow, it's 17 good reviews and one bad review. And they'll be like, okay, well, there's always that loud mouth or there's always that one guy who's going to leave a shitty review. There's that one guy that you can never make happy. Yeah. Anybody in this thing has ever been in business, we always know that you can't make everybody happy. And there's always going to be that one guy who's yep. just going to be the turd. So you just let him be the turd. Now, the that you don't want is the one that's probably going to go to that one review and pay attention to that instead of the 17 reviews. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's so a cool you're filtration fil- You're filtering them out anyway. Exactly. You got it, man. You got it. Some guys are like, I don't want any bad reviews. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You want a couple of bad reviews because people like me will look at that and be like, well, that's that one guy. 
right? But people like the other one I'm talking about will look at the bad review and be like, oh, I'm not calling him. And you're like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well, every, yeah, every potential client is not necessarily the best client. No, you have that's to be right. Intentional. Back to your intentionality at the very beginning. Who is your target client? Who is your best client? What do they right. look like? And, mm-hmm. and some of these filters can get rid of the people that you don't want to work for in the first place. Okay. And I think we need to I think it bears repeating that everything we're talking about today is specific to the restoration contractor space. Definitely. Um, if Especially. I'm, I, I keep bouncing myself back to my business. I'm, I'm more of a consultant to contractors. Not all of this applies in the same fashion to, to, other types of businesses. So, but this does, this does bridge over to our dating lives too, just so you know, so we can use this on how to generate leads and all that kind of stuff. Too. <laughs> I got to amp my PR up. Yeah, baby. Okay. So, all right. So we've got the PR in the first part of this Google reviews, BBB and Facebook, and it definitely works. Okay. It definitely works. Now we get into this first part of the marketing process, which is a website. Anybody who's ever built a website, they're like, great, I have this whole new website. Well, then what? It doesn't do shit. And the other funny thing that I think is hilarious is that a lot of guys will want to, we got to redo our whole strategy. The first thing they start with is the website. Mm. You don't start with the website Mm-mm. because it's expensive and you might discover things later in process that you just spend all this money on a website. And that's usually the website is one of the things we don't handle until later. And we, of course we don't do that. We refer that to a guy named Alex Donovan, which a lot of the rebels know already. Yep. But, um, you know, the website is later in the process, the design, unless it's screwed up from the beginning, but that's case by case basis. Then after you have a website, you can do the SEO, which is of course what my company provides. We provide a, uh, an SEO service that is not just an SEO service. It's an actual marketing process where it works from conversion from Google all the way into your website. But you can't do SEO unless guess what? You have a website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to have a website first mm-hmm. and it's got to be functional, yep. right? And then, then you can get into like lead generators, right? Like lead generation, you got to look at what lead generation is. Lead generation is advertising. Mm-hmm. There's no long lasting effect from it. You're, a lot of times these lead gen guys are not advertising your name. Sometimes they do. They put up little pay-per-click ads. And uh, as soon as you turn off, the, turn off the budget for the lead gen guys, the phone calls stop and there's no lasting effect, which tells you right there it's advertising. Yep. Yep. You know, and I know a lot of guys hate lead gen guys and all that kind of stuff. It's sort of a love hate thing or a must have. And, and I'm not really going to get into that at all, actually. Um, but lead gen is definitely advertising. Okay. Then you get into Google pay-per-click ads, the little ads at the top of the screen, definitely advertising. Why? Because it's calling public attention to you. And why is it calling public attention to you? Because it's at the top of the screen. That's where your eyeballs go first. Then we get to your dispatcher or whatever you call them in your companies. Everybody seems to call them something slightly different, you know? Um, and we already kind of discussed that. And then you get out to your estimator. Well, your estimator gets out there and then your texts get out there and then you got the speed, you've got the making sure that they sign up for the job and all that type of stuff. That's all still marketing process and that's where it lands. So are we clear on this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is how that translates. That's how these basic fundamentals of marketing and PR translate into the modern day. The modern day hasn't changed any of the fundamentals, as a matter of fact. Only the technology is different. And I could say the same thing for the phone book days. The phone book, billboard, postcard, door hanger days was the same thing. It's just we had to do it with paper. Now we can do it all digitally, which is actually better and cheaper, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'm putting together a campaign right now. It should go out today. 
where I'm using a, uh, a landing page generated by MailChimp. I'm creating a, a, a MailChimp landing page. I'm going to do, like I said, Instagram advertising um, in, in stream ads on, in, on Instagram. It's possible and it ho- hopefully likely because um, I'm spending money on it that someone will buy from me. I'll convert someone from not knowing me into a client, convert them and get money from them. And they'll never see my website. They'll never go to my website. The technology exists. Now we can, we can advertise and sell and convert on other platforms without having a website nowadays. That's how fast things are changing. Yeah. You definitely have to keep up and, um, you know, there's, there's always going to be like out there, out there in the, in the business world, there's always going to be the do it yourself for guys that want to do it themselves, which is totally cool. Um, but I'll tell you one thing about me personally, if you know, I, you see all my sprinklers, if those things go off in my house, you know, I'll tell you one thing I'm not doing is I'm not bringing in the dryers and all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I got too much. I'm calling somebody, man. And that's, that's kind of how it goes is you got to really value where your time is spent. Yeah, you know? Exactly. You know, everything has a specialty. So anyway, so I'm going to move on here. Now we're going to, we're going to practice. Okay. And this is, this is really to just drill in these three points. Marketing is the overall process. Advertising calls attention and PR plants a thought or a feeling about something. Okay. And we're going to do this with all digital stuff. Okay. So um, here you have three arrows and, um, these three arrows are pointing at Google pay-per-click ads. Yep. All right. So is that advertising, marketing, or PR? Girls, you can play too. We already <laughs> know all this, so let's then have Andy answer. I know. I love, I love how they answer. We already know all this, Dan. Shut let's up. see here. Here's the, here's the headlines. I'm, I'm about to read this for the, for the folks playing at home. Yeah, the folks playing at home can answer too, right? On the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, open up the chat, folks. Um, if you can see this screen, let us know. Is, is this, so the question is, is this PR? Marketing advertising? advertising? Well, it's all PR marketing. Market. It's all part of marketing. Okay. It's all part of marketing, very astute answer. Um, free estimate insurance approved, 100% guarantee free estimate, 60 plus years of water fire. I see a little bit of PR. What's that? Jonathan can answer, he says. Jonathan can answer. Where's he at? Oh, yes, he can. He's, he's a big cheater, though. He's a big cheater. No fair, John. You do this for a living. Uh, this is, well, it's paid for. So technically, and, and it's getting attention, <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, so it's, I would say it's advertising, but I think it's got a, a little bit of a PR spin to it. Well, you're totally right. And you're going to see that as a theme throughout here. One of the things about modern day marketing and advertising is it's all kind of meshed together. Yeah. And we've got opportunities to do all three things in one spot sometimes, which is a great opportunity, by the way. That is not a bad thing. But yep. you're right. So technically, this is advertising. One, it says add to the left side of the screen. You can see where it says an ad. Mm-hmm. Two, you're paying for it. And three, it's at the top of the screen, which calls attention, which makes it technically advertising. Right? Um, no. The next one here is now we're in Google Maps, okay? We've opened up a Google Maps window, and we're on a mold removal company here. And so we've got uh, mold, we've got Drymore, Rytec, and 911 restoration of human. Uh, of human. 911 rest, 911 restoration of human. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Let me call my kids to get me some more coffee here. Hang on one second. Um, so, slow it down, Dan. Slow it down. Dry more, yeah. right tech, nine one one. a million miles an hour. What do you want me to do? Slow down? I don't know. So, right tech. Left- Houston Water, Dimension Mold Specialists. I thought they specialized in hacking other contractors' bids, bills down. Yeah. They might. They might specialize in that. Sorry, was a, that a low blow? So, Sorry, so this, Are those three arrows on the left side PR, marketing, or advertising? Those are advertising. No, you don't pay for it. See, you don't pay for that listing on Google Maps. Um. Hmm. Well, that's marketing. Um, and I think the Google review, that arrow to pointing to the Google review, oh, that's PR. Oh, okay. You're correct. I would correct. say that's good that he's moving ahead. I am so <laughs> far. Andy, Andy, you're too smart at this. You got to slow down. You got to slow down, man. Uh, I know you cheated. Uh, so, so on the left side there, left side, we definitely have just marketing because you know, those yes. are basically like what you'd see in a phone book 20 years ago. It's a free listing. You know? Yes. Yeah, anybody could get a free listing, and it's sort of sort of a you know nature of the beast. If you don't show up anywhere, nobody knows you're there. I mean, it's just marketing. But you are right when you go to that fourth arrow on the right there, and you see that review. That is PR. That is public relations because Michelle Grayson there giving that review changes your thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. What are the odds that Michelle Grayson is a rebel? I think they're fairly high. <laughs> okay, so um, so now we have this. So now we have this here. My daughter's bringing me some water. So you guys can all meet Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Thank you very much. Hello, Alicia. <laughs> it's There's like 600 people in here that just said hi to you, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't embarrass me, Dad. So now, now you're looking at a Google Maps results taken from a screenshot on your iPhone, or yes. you know, people are using Android. So we're looking at basically just the listing. Is that PR, marketing, or advertising? That's marketing. Mm-hmm. It's not calling any particular attention. It's not doing any PR necessarily. It's just part of the marketing process. Got to have it. But you could you could add a little PR flavor to it by fleshing this profile out. Absolutely. Yes? Is that accurate? Absolutely. So yeah, you totally you could do multiple on there. I mean, this is all free stuff this. that everyone can do. Yeah, well, as we go through this more, you'll see that you can achieve all three things. and Well, two things in some spots, but three things on some pages all mm-hmm. at once, which is a big opportunity. Okay, so this yes. first arrow on the top, is that PR marketing or advertising? Advertising. That's right. It's at the top of the page, gets the first eyeballs, calls attention to, and you're paying for it. Boom, it's advertising. Now we're down to the map listings there. Let's go to those three map listings there here in Houston. Are those PR marketing or advertising? Marketing. It's marketing. Now, if we want to look a little deeper into that, as you've kind of been doing, Andy, we have these, these reviews in there. Well, those reviews and those listings are PR. Mm-hmm. But the listings themselves, it's just really just marketing, okay? Now we go down to what they call the organic or natural listings, which are the quote-unquote unpaid for stuff. And you have the top three listings there. Are those top listings, or I'm sorry, top two is what you guys can see. And the top two okay. listings there, PR, marketing, or advertising? Advertising and PR. I'm waffling. It's actually not advertising. It's marketing and PR. But it's actually marketing from a very technical standpoint because, you know, if you don't show up high in the listings, you don't get the calls, and it's sort of a necessary evil to be in the natural listings like that. So it's marketing. 
It's the same as in the old phone book days. Yes. If you weren't in the phone okay. book, you didn't get calls. And what they do, they called their name AAA Bob's Plumbing so that you were AAA in at the top of the listing. Yes. It's the same. And there are still companies that do that for some <laughs> unknown reason. Well, it's dinosaur thought, but you know, I mean, it's uh, but it's the same thing. So we're just talking about marketing, but there is PR involved in there because you do get the opportunity to give credibility statements in there and in those little descriptions. And that, that is also PR. Yep. That a lot of so style now, points. Okay. So now we're on the next one. We're also, now we're straight up in the Google natural results. So we scrolled down past the ads in the map and we're in the natural results. Okay. And the BBB page there, we've got this guy in Chicago called Water Mold and Fire. We've got Yelp. We've got Yelp again. Now, are all of these listings marketing, PR, or advertising? Well, the Yelp ones would be PR um, because you don't pay Yelp to advertise for you. They, they resell you to back to yourself, if that makes okay, any but sense. But now you're going into Yelp. We're just, don't talk about Yelp because we haven't clicked into their page yet. We're just talking about these Google normal, I'm, I'm sorry, natural results. Okay, so if this best water damage repair, the top one right there, right? They didn't pay for that ad. Yelp did. So okay, it's well, advertising looking, from Yelp, but it's not advertising from best water damage. No? Well, yeah, but we're looking at Google natural results here. We're not looking at an advertisement. We're just looking at Google natural results. Okay, so it's marketing. It's marketing. That's the right answer. Technically, it's marketing. Is there PR moves in there? Probably. Sure. But from a tech standpoint, just being in here, again, it's just it's synonymous to being in the phone book and you're looking at marketing, period. Right. 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 And all y'all listening, if you haven't pulled up your own webpage recently on your phone, I invite you to do that. Yeah. And then do a Google search for what you think people are searching for in your market. And just do that. Um, it's, it's amazing how many people will go straight to their website, straight to the SEO, straight to the paper. I mean, they'll go straight to the advertising without realizing where they sit. It's important that you know where you sit first. Um, you know, I, Jonathan, last, I think Shanna, last time we interviewed with, with Jonathan Grubb, I pulled up my website and I was just embarrassed. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I have to walk a, I have to like talk a bunch of guys off the ledge when I say, okay, can I pull up your website? <laughs> I'll look at it and I'll, and I'll go, sometimes I'll go, and then, <laughs> and they're like, I go, do you want, do you want me to give it to you straight? Like, oh. Do you want some time to absorb this? Yeah. yeah Shanna is well known for making men cry mm-hmm. in this industry. She just does it. She's a total yeah. heartbreak. Okay. Sorry, I, I sidetracked. Okay, so now this next one we have is, is now, we're in, now we're in an iPhone screen again. This is a mobile screen you're looking at, but we're in Google reviews on mobile. So are we looking at PR marketing or advertising? It's all PR. All PR, baby. We've got 68 reviews. They're good ones. You know, we've got all these. we got Brandy Busy Mom, which I'm pretty sure Busy Mom, isn't that like an Iranian name? That sounds Middle Eastern to me. <laughs> ha Brandy Busy Mom. But look at this. She's saying, Surf Pro Who, Drymore is beyond awesome. You know, I mean, you couldn't get much more PR than that. That is definitely putting a thought into somebody's head. Heidi Bowden, you know, five stars. Lisa Campbell, five stars, right? So, mm-hmm. so we got all this. This is straight up PR, putting a thought or feeling into your head. Next one. Now we're looking at one organic listing. So I've taken the whole Google page. 
and I trimmed out one particular um, organic listing to make the points here. So, because normally we would say these organic or natural listings in Google are marketing, except that some of them have stars there. So what are those stars? Is that PR marketing or advertising? It's PR. It's PR. And this is why I tell guys, you should spend time on your Facebook pages because it shows up like this in Google's natural results. And I'm going to tell you, people see that at a glance and in one second. And remember, if they don't get it in under five I seconds. I have thought about that. Yeah, you got to do it. Getting yeah, ratings and, and reviews on your Facebook page. Okay. I had never thought about that. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you got to do it. That's a PR move. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the next one. We're on the BBB's website now. Okay. Now we have an A plus rating on the BBB's website. Is that PR marketing or advertising? Do you pay for that though? Yeah. No. It's PR. Okay. Thank you. You do, pay, you do pay the BBB for a membership or whatever they do it these days. Um, but that A plus rating, whether it's paid for or not, is PR because if you have an A plus rating on this, and again, we have to ignore all the stuff that we might know about them that they, they extort money or that they're not a government site or that they're full of shit or whatever anybody thinks, forget it. It doesn't matter what we all think about it. It only matters what your customer thinks about it. Mm -hmm. And they think the government site set out to protect them or something like that. And it has an A plus rate yep. with the PR. Mode. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Okay, so now we're on HomeAdvisor's website. HomeAdvisor used to be called Service Magic for anybody that's been in this space as long as I have. Mm -hmm. And uh, Service Magic had been around for a long time. HomeAdvisor, I think they rebranded to that, uh, I don't know, seven years ago, six years ago or something like that. It's been a while. And they advertise pretty well. And HomeAdvisor, for anybody that doesn't know, they sell you leads. And the leads are relatively cheap. I think they run about $25 to maybe $125. So just not expensive compared to some of the more specialized water damage lead generators. But, but now do, we have a really interesting. Do they still sell that same lead to multiple people? That is true. They, I think they still do that. I don't know that for a fact. I think you can buy individual leads for more money. But they do take a lead and distribute it to multiple companies if you're only spending like $25 a lead. That's always been their model, is service magic and this home advisor. So, sure. um, but anyway, so let's just look at, let's start with the top arrow because this is where we to what you were talking about earlier, Andy, which is you can do multiple things on each page. Okay, so at the top, we're just looking at its home advisor. So the fact that you're using home advisor, period, is it marketing, advertising, or PR? It's PR. No. It's advertising because they're a lead generator. Ah, uh, got it. Right? Okay. If you're using Home Advisor, they're selling you leads. And if you stop using Home Advisor, they stop sending you leads. Right. And you're using right. it to get short term leads. It's the, you know, we always use the teach a man to fish, feed him yep. for a lifetime, give him the fish, you feed him for a day. Well, lead generation is feed him for a day. Does yep. it work? Sure. But you're only feeding the guy for a day. Yep. It's advertising. Exactly right. Right Second arrow goes to his reviews. That's PR. That is definitely PR. So now you can see we've got advertising and PR all on one page. Now you see this coupon, save $250 on insurance deductible, which I think is completely hilarious. <laughs> Saving insurance deductibles. But, you know, they've got it up there. Is that advertising, PR, or marketing? Uh, uh, advertising. That is definitely It's manipulation. You have an ad. Well, it's, you're right. It is. But the purpose of it is to call attention. Yeah. Right? They're like, ooh, you got my attention. Save $250. Got my Someone attention. Someone called my restoration company 
because I offered them a coupon. God help us. God help me. I do not want that client. I don't know. I do not want a coupon clipper for a restoration client. I'm just going to put that out there. If you guys were, if you know, if anybody ever wants to take this advice, what I would do is I would design a website with a crackhead on it and have like a literal like South Chicago crackhead and say, our texts do not look like this. <laughs> oh, you will get tons of business. I promise. <laughs> okay. So anyway, but you can see that we have PR and advertising done several times on one page. You see yep. that? Yep. And one of the points of showing you guys this is it just shows you that today you have more opportunities to do more in less space than ever in history. It's a, we're total opportunists today and you got it. It's just really amazing. Okay. So now we're on the IICRC's website. Okay. And, uh, and we're you see these little ads. Uh, an hour and 15 in. How many more slides do we have? Not many. Okay. More and they're quick. So All when right. do you want to kick? Well, no, I just want to let everyone know that we're, we're close. Oh, we're here's, a, here's a Q&A. There's a new window here. Sorry, folks. There's a Q&A. Yeah, I saw that from uh, Jonathan or from William. Yeah. We're almost done with the slides, and then we'll do questions, because this is basically just drilling the stuff, and I want to go over a couple of critical ones. But you see those, you see those on the right side of the screen on the IICRC's website? Those are ads. Definitely ads. Paid for, they show up on IICRC's website. Simple as that. Those are AdWords, yeah. Now we're on Angie's list. Angie's list is a very different beast. So let's start with the top arrow. Just being on Angie's list, is that PR, marketing, or advertising? Advertising, because you pay for it. Yeah, but in a way, it's sort of marketing, too, because they've sort of set themselves up as a directory site and all this other stuff, and it's changing a lot. So that one is a little confusing, Okay. But now let's go to the second arrow and where it says absolute water damage in business since 2010. Is that advertising, marketing, or PR? Marketing. Just marketing. I mean, it's just it's like a listing, okay? But now we go to the third arrow down and it says this business has no ratings or reviews. Is that advertising, PR, or marketing? Ooh, PR, I would say. PR, right on the money. And in this case, it's not positive PR, it's no PR. No PR, yes. Which is going to hurt them. That will hurt these guys. Okay. Well, they just don't have any Angie's List reviews, but okay. Well, chances are they don't have many other reviews out there either, but you're right. This is Angie's List reviews, so for the Angie's List audience, they're going to be like, I'm passing. I'm going to find somebody who spent time on reviews. Now we get this about us thing here. Is that advertising, PR, or marketing? PR. Yeah, you know, now that's an interesting one because it's a little PR and a little marketing because – it's, it's marketing in this sentence. Absolute water damage is a 24-hour emergency flood response company. Okay, cool. Got it. We are mm-hmm. family-owned and operated. Well, that opens up a thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have over 20 years' experience with flood and water. Now you're saying a credibility statement. That interjects a thought. So that's a PR sentence. And then here's where they start to slide in advertising. As an incentive to new customers, we offer 50% off your insurance deductible. Now they're trying to throw in advertising. So these guys are kind of confused as to put what where. They try to do it all in one spot. Maybe they did it effectively. Maybe they didn't. Their phone call volume coming from this would tell you the tale tale right there. Mm -hmm. But you can see how each thing is sort of interspersed in here, you know? Okay, so now we are on a Facebook page for 911 Restoration which is also very interesting. Okay. So the first arrow at the top, it's just pointing to the fact that they have a Facebook page. Is that PR marketing or advertising marketing marketing? Um, no, I'm sorry. PR Facebook is PR. Oh, okay. All right. 
But I mean, okay. Okay, just technically PR because you put a thought out there and get people socially interacting and it puts you out there as an authority or on their mind. See, right? I, I think of Facebook, I mean, it's a free platform with a free page. I look at it like the, uh, the old white pages. It's, it's a listing. Well, it, it, you could think of it that way, except that we have to look at it from the water damage restoration space alone. Okay. okay. When somebody's going to look for a water damage contractor, nobody does that on their free time for no reason, except for mm. contractors themselves. Right? <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, nobody looks for these guys unless what? The shit has hit the fan, literally hit the and fan. figuratively. That's right. And will they go here to find them? New. No. Not really. But why would they go here? Because they got drawn there from a click on Google? I don't know. Why would people well, visit those things? Well, let's look at it. Let's, let's play with the heads of our, of our customers for a second, okay? So There's if I was reviews. Okay. Yeah, there's reviews, which we'll get to in a second. But if I wanted to go onto somebody's Facebook page, I'm going to invite somebody into my house that has damage. Mm. What do I want to see? I want to see pictures of the people that are potentially coming into my house. True. See, we're talking PR. Facebook pages are definitely PR. Now, Andy, you are right that they're using different things in Facebook, but overall it's PR. I want to go look at pictures of the contractors. I want to see their staff. Mm -hmm. Do they look like a bunch of criminals that I'm about to invite into my home? Right? That's PR. Okay. okay. And with these articles, why would you write articles? Well, you're trying to establish yourself as an opinion leader or an authority. That's PR. all PR. Yep. All PR. Okay. So the overall purpose of a Facebook page is PR. Now, not that it can't generate other things because, again, these things cross. Okay. So now we have the second arrow, which is the reviews, which, of course, is PR. Yep. Okay. Now we have this third arrow, which is pointing to an article. Do it repair. Do it yourself. Repairs best left to prof to professionals. Now, will this article generate any leads for anybody? This, it, no, no. It's all PR. That's right. We're talking about an emergency service. Nobody Google's for articles about do it yourself stuff when they have an emergency. Okay. The whole point of that is to you know somewhat establish them as a a credible uh, authority. Yeah, you're establishing brand credibility, uh, maybe some top of mind awareness, but that's, I'm not a big fan of trying to play that game for a long well, term, especially PR. this industry. It's just PR. That's all yep. it is. Yep. Definitely not going to generate the calls. And I'm, I'm trying to move fast because I don't want to make it too long. Okay, so now we have somebody's water damage page on Twitter. Is this PR, marketing, or advertising? Oh, dear God. It's the dog from Up. Yeah, so is this PR marketing or advertising, this Twitter page for a water damage company? This is just PR. And it's... Notice the question mark, Andy. Uh, yeah, the, answer, <laughs> the, answer, the answer here, Andy, is I have no fucking idea what this is. <laughs> no idea. This is why I go, I go, who, first of all, on Twitter, who follows tweets from water damage companies, except for maybe other water damage other companies? Other water damage companies. This is I, I go, and so I go, well, it's not advertising. And I go, maybe it's PR, but who follows the PR on Twitter of a water damage? I mean, emergency services, you only think of when you have an emergency. So why would you waste time on this? And then, so, you know, and then I hear people arguing. They're like, oh, my Twitter campaign's amazing. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. Is it PR, marketing, or advertising? I hope, I hope it's PR, but I just don't know that it works as PR. Like, 
Do you know anybody I that will back check a company and be like, well, let's let's go to their Twitter page let's and check their Twitter feed? Yeah. I know. Yeah. If their Twitter feed sucks, I'm not calling them. You know, like it just it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. I think it has a purpose for different industries, but personally, if I was running a water damage company, I would spend literally zero time on this. Unless you're a salesperson, you use it for prospecting. Well, it, you, can, you can actively you can mine for prospects and and you, you actively fish, but it's not it's not going to be a passive lead source. Well, I'll tell you what I will I will definitely say, Andy, that is out of my forte, and I don't know how to do that because you know, like I have my skill sets. Prospecting off of Twitter is definitely not one of them, and if somebody ever showed me that, it'd be like that's kick ass. But I don't know how to do it. Oh, it's it's fairly simple. Um, but cool. it's, I mean, it's region by region and you go, you, it's a keyword search and then you start a dialogue with somebody. There's a little bit of relationship. Yeah. Anyway, it's okay. So we got one more slide here and, um, and then there's a recap slide and we're done. So the yellow pages, which the yellow pages, by the way, had such an opportunity to just destroy the whole industry, but they were so late to the market and Google so just mopped them up and yellow pages does everything in one page. At the top, I'm pointing to just the fact that you're on Yellow Pages. That's just marketing. Yellow Pages, it's just a marketing process. But then you see Bob's construction in the second arrow there. And it even says in the bottom right of his thing, it's an ad. So you pay for a priority placement there. Yep. So that's an advertisement. You get more eyeballs. It's attracting attention. It's an advertisement. And then on the right there, you see Dry Fast USA, when towels won't do. Also an ad. So they basically crammed their whole page with ads to get attention. And then the natural listings that they have, Moore's Restoration and Roto-Rooter and Midwest Remediation, all these other companies, those are just marketing. Yep. So they've also jammed PR in there because you see stars there. So they have PR, marketing, and advertising all done on one page, which is going to be the common thing that you're going to see over and over across yep. platforms. You have to know which is which and when to use what and what works where and in what order, which leads us to our recap. Marketing is the whole umbrella process of attaining customers and getting your service to them, the A to Z, all the way through the sales process. Advertising is getting people's attention, usually with paid ads. Public relations is making people think in a certain way about you. PR plants the seed. Marketing waters the crop. PR is Facebook, BBB, Google reviews, etc. Advertising is lead gen, Google pay-per-click ads. Marketing is your website, SEO, the whole process of customer acquisition and getting your service to the customer. Boom. All right. All right. That's Andy. Let's get, uh, let's answer a couple questions and then let's think about while we're answering this question, I want you guys to think about, let's give a takeaway. Let's give something folks can take away today, implement in their business for immediate results or semi immediate results. Uh, but first, uh, Jonathan Grubb. Oh, oh, this is Jonathan's passing on a question from the Facebook page. Okay, here we go. Dan, are we able to collect different customer reviews from the same mobile device or will using the same devices somehow flag Google? I'm not sure I understand that. Can I collect different reviews from different devices? Is that what he's asking? Yeah, and I I think I, I think, think the mechanics of collecting the review I think he's confused on. We're not we're not putting our phone in the customer's hand and say, "Hey, give me a review." Hmm. Um, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but my my take on it is, you, is, it, the review comes after the sale, right? When you're done at the at the end of the process, end of the marketing process, you're asking for that review because that's your PR going forward for the next sale, not necessarily for this client. So I would say, however they found you, 
and it, that you need to ask that question of, you know, as part of your marketing as well, as part of your sales process, how did you find us? Oh, I found you on Facebook or I found you on Google. Hey, would you mind giving us a review? Now, if, if they say yes and they go do it, then they're going to choose whatever platform, right? It's not, it's not about what mobile device you have in your hand at the time because they're not going to use your device to do the review. They're going to use their own device. Um, now, if they don't know where to leave that review, then you guide them. You say, hey, go to the Facebook page or go to, go to Google here and you email them or text them. Here, so I've got a text coming through. I don't know if you guys know this, but my VP of technology, who's a, a literal genius, by the way, her name is Dana Franks. She's listening in right now and she just texted me right now. She said, no, it's not good to gather reviews from one device anymore. She says, Google will flag that. Right. Yeah. Cause it looks like the same person is giving reviews. Yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, Ask I, them. I, you follow the I wasn't getting, I follow the question. Like if you're walking around with an iPad doing reviews with a customer from one device, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Dana, Dana, who is the resident genius in our company who's behind all of our programs. Um, she's, she's saying that will be flagged from Google. I didn't totally understand that question. No, I do. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. So the answer to that is yeah. Google will flag that. So don't do one device. Okay. Oh, we got a couple more questions. Uh, Thanks, Dana. <laughs> uh, Bob Timmel says uh, we're providing customers with a QR code okay, one, to make one it more thing. That, Andy, one more thing is she's saying the best thing you can do, or one of the better things you can do, is just text a link to somebody for a Google Maps link. Just yes. text to their device so you get all the different devices coming in. Very simple. Very yes. Yeah. And more and more things are happening by text nowadays too. Yeah. Um, Bob also asked this, is this being recorded so we can listen to it later? Yes, Bob, it is. Babyface Bob Timmel. Don't ever play poker with that man. Ever. <laughs> ever. Just saying. Uh, okay. I don't see any other questions there. Let me hop over to the Facebook page. Restoration well, Bob, Facebook. Timmel, Bob Timmel has one more question there. Where he did says, go ahead. He said, We're providing customers with a QR code to make it easy for them. I thought that every time you made a QR code, somebody killed a kitten somewhere. So <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been opposed nobody to really wants to kill kittens. You know? Nobody likes killing cats. Yeah. yeah, but I do, I do want to say that, you know, as far as getting Google reviews, you always have to make sure you give them the easiest way to it as possible. If you oh, can yeah. provide them with a direct link, they provide them with a direct link to make things easier on you. Right. So if yeah, a QR code would, could work. Um, but it's you you're also relying on your customer to download an app or open a QR reader app on they their know phone how to use it, yeah. they know how to use it um, a clickable yeah, link a in a text or an email is a whole lot easier in my opinion uh, okay i think we're out of questions i don't see any lingering questions all right so let's give these guys a takeaway what what should what should every restoration contractor in this space be doing to, to get well, their phone to ring? Here's the, here's the takeaway is that um, a lot of what people screw up in their business isn't stupidity. It's just pure ignorance. They just don't know it. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And they really have to spend the time. Like some of my most successful customers, I mean, we've got guys that have been with us for eight and nine years now. Okay. And one of the reasons why they're so successful is, yeah, they're using us for a portion of their thing, but you got to realize what we just learned there. I, my company only does one of those things. Right. Right. And you have to do all of them. Each one of those things is a special. 
So you really have to do all of those things. And people think like, you know, one of the, one of the common things that we'll see, especially in this market, it goes up and down a lot. There's a lot of seasonality to it. And you'll see guys like, oh, money's tight, so I'm going to shut down my marketing and my PR. And it's like, well, why don't you just find, why don't you just hammer that final nail into your coffin? We've seen guys like that go out of business long ago, right? Yeah. And we have a different viewpoint on that. And that viewpoint is when the market goes down, you ramp up your PR and marketing. And what happens is when the market comes back up, all those other guys that did that are gone. And you can take the position as a marketing leader. Yep. You know? Exactly People, right. Eric so, Funnel. Eric Finels asks, uh, how do you set up Google reviews? Does it happen automatically? Um, yeah, it's, it's a piece of cake. You just go in your Google, your Google account and your business account and places and, and uh, the reviews is actually part of it. Like you set up your account, it walks you right through the process. It's totally brainless. And then you'll see the reviews portion in there where it says no reviews. And then you can actually click on it and say add a review. And, and that's the link that you can yeah. send. To if, you don't, if you haven't claimed your Google Map business, you need to do that. You haven't oh, yeah. set up your Google My Business. It's called Google. It's my Google My Business. If you haven't set that up, you need to set that up. Once again, that's free. There's a lot of good PR you can do on page for free with that. But once you have that set up and you show up on the web, um, uh, uh, Google's going to send you a postcard to verify that you actually have a business at that address. It's going to have a little code on it. Um, I've done that for every single business I've set up and. It's, it's pretty slick, but yeah, once it's set up, it is fairly automatic. Uh, do you have a, uh, Dan, do you have a um, contact information page on, in this presentation? Um, no, but it's really easy. All right. well, just stop sharing your screen. I'm going to, I'm going to unshare your, oh, I can't do it. Unshare your screen so we can. I don't know. Carrie, can you do this? Me and Andrew like dinosaurs while, while you do this okay <laughs> but i mean it's really simple guys like to contact our company just google water damage marketing literally if you google water damage marketing water damage advertising water damage internet marketing we're page one number one for all of the top searches i mean you can't not find us it's water damage mark water dash damage dash marketing.com but like i said just google water damage marketing you'll see us stellar e-marketing is the name of our company but that's our main website in the space perfect Okay, Love so I, I have to prove something, Carrie. Hang on, hang on. I can't even see my mouse. <laughs> Look at I can do all this marketing stuff, but I can't control a PowerPoint. Well, I I, I'm a big fan of, of, of contractors taking their destiny into their own hands. And a lot of that has to do with getting your own leads. Uh, mm -hmm. this, this industry especially is susceptible to... Um, to the whims of other people that we have no influence over, i.e. carriers. We cannot control carriers. We cannot control insurance programs. Too many contractors get on these programs for the allure of these automatic leads. I don't have to go out and do marketing because Contractor Connection is going to give me all the work I ever need. Well, what's happened is, is over the years, the profitability has gone down. The overhead burden on these, uh, to run these programs has gone up. So um, if you really factor in what they call advertising costs, right? They charge you at eight to 10% of, of whatever your revenue is to be on these programs, plus the uh, added administrative burden to be on third-party administrative programs. It's so much cheaper to do your own marketing, period. Oh, well, and that's the other thing is you gotta, you know, 
the way I look at it is is two things. Like, um, I have I have two lawyers. I have a corporate attorney and um, and a tax attorney, right, for tax purposes. You know, we got our CPA. And uh, but knowledge wise, I don't have any weak spots, and I don't I don't want to specialize in all these things because I want to hire these people. But I don't like to have weak spots that come back and haunt me. And that's right. how I would tell if I was going to say one takeaway and why I'm going over this education of stuff for guys, because this is the understanding you need to have. I'm not telling you you need to do it all internally because factually for you to hire a pay-per-click guy, an SEO guy, a web guy, and a Facebook marketing guy is going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And you actually don't need to do that. Right. Um, But you do need to understand the underlying fundamentals of it all. Okay. So I don't know what's happening with this. Nothing's happening. I just, I just took control. Now we have all four of us up here. Um, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Um, you guys reached out and said, Hey, can we come and talk about marketing contractors? And I said, absolutely. Um, you guys were all at, um, the restoration rebel summit in Nashville in May, which I feel was a great event. Absolutely. Uh, your support of restoration contractors is is phenomenal, and there's no question who you fight for, who you work for, uh, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, I hope you guys stay involved in uh, in all the groups. And uh, what else? What else we need to say? We're, we're going a little long today, but last yeah. words. You guys get the last words. I guess that's it. But if uh... You know, I would love to do this for the conference next time if you guys need anybody, if, you know, because this is critical stuff that we're going over. Like, if you don't understand this stuff, you literally lose money. You're wasting your money on marketing and advertising, not knowing this. And always happy to go over this over and over. And in our universe, um, an educated customer is a good customer. You know, we do not want stupid customers that don't know what they're doing, you know. Because then you make those decisions. Like, I hear from a lot of guys, and they're like, I've just been through this before, and it doesn't work, and all that. And you have to go through all through all that and it's just a heartache down the line if you knew it and you know what's going on and you and you know what to look for in a company then you won't make those mistakes so yeah. absolutely you guys have a dream team over there I, gotta tell you, I always brag about all my guys i'm telling you i have like the best staff that i've ever had and these guys are all total winners i mean they they really you know i have, I have staff that lose sleep over client programs i mean you can't yeah. buy that kind of they lose sleep. So, uh, yeah, definitely the best team that I've ever worked with. It's hard. It's hard. All right. Carrie Overmeyer, Shannon Randall, Dan York. Thanks for coming on the clean clinic. See you guys next time. Thanks Andy. Good seeing you. Thanks.